0: Tracy Roberts, who is Business Development Director for Capital Remediation. Did I get that right? You did. Get yeah, that a good right. start. Hello. Yeah. Okay, that's not so bad. Um, so, your expertise is collections and complaints. That's right. Complaints is a great subject, which hopefully we'll get to talk about later on at some mm-hmm. point. But today we're talking about collections. And I know for you that involves a lot of knowledge about the regulatory issues and mm-hmm. the financial services markets. Um, and it's quite a complicated topic. I know you've been involved uh, with developing the capital strategy for clients, on how you work with that. So we wanted to sort of, I really wanted to chat about that a, a bit this morning, mm-hmm. um, because from what I can figure out, it's it's quite a complex subject for clients. So. I know we're going to talk about debt because that's that's sure. very prevalent uh, in this subject and there's a lot of interesting work being done about it at the moment. But it would be great just to get your thoughts, first of all, on um, what the collections industry is like at the moment, what you see in it, what's happening, and what the skills are for agents working in it because sure. they have quite a lot to balance in their head and there's a very specific set of skills that, to be able to do that and do it well. So I mean what are the essentials in getting this right to think mm. in this business?
1: So I think you, you know, you've said some really pertinent um, things there around um, the collections market and how complex it is, um, both for our clients, but also if you think about customers as well, you yeah. know, this is a really, really tough issue for them. Um, and often as we engage with our customers, it's, you know, it is that balance about helping our clients, um, you know, recover as much as possible, but doing that in a way that supports customers who are really having problems in their lives, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and it. It's a real balance and a, a really complex skill set that our agents need to have. So if you think about the backdrop of where um, debt is at the moment within the yeah. UK. It's a you know it's it's getting tougher. It, it's getting increasing. Um, um, focus. Um, you mentioned vulnerability. Um, debt itself can cause people to become Tip vulnerable. Them into vulnerability, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And when you think about the average household debt, so you know, as part of the work that we do within Capital, we we talk to debt charities, for example, um, to get their understanding of what clients are facing at that very end stage of debt when they're mm. really kind of you know almost nowhere else to go and, and and needing to talk to someone to help them out of a real a real problem then, you know, the average household debt, excluding mortgages at the moment, is something like £15,000, you know? Yeah, that's a massive
0: figure. Getting bigger all the time. And getting getting tougher all the time. Absolutely
1: getting bigger. So, you know, if you think about that backdrop and think about the uncertainty of the economic environment that we're in right now, you know, and and who knows where that's going to lead us, that skill set of an agent dealing with a customer is really critical to us because it needs to be empathetic. You really need to get to understand the the source of what's causing that problem Mm. and understand the customer's situation before you can do anything else and that can be quite tricky because um, you know you've got to make sure that you ask the right questions you provide the right environment for the customer to feel comfortable in sharing that information because as you mentioned earlier you know embarrassment is probably you know it it is definitely there and in some cases it's a lot more than embarrassment so by Mm. the time some Sometimes we get to engage um, with customers, you know, they're feeling possibly quite stressed, sometimes yeah. in a bit of a panic, yeah. don't really know what it's, you know, what the conversation is going to be about, what it's going to end up like. So for us to create that environment and, and those agents to have those soft skills to give give customers reassurance that, you know, we're not here to judge, we're not here to, you know, we're here to help them overcome their problem. And if we do that. Then that skill set um, has benefits for both the customer, but also as well for our clients, because it means we're creating an environment and hopefully a repayment plan that then is is kind of suitable and appropriate and at the right levels for customers. Mm-hmm. You know, the last thing you want to do is make a conversation difficult, so all the customer wants to do is get it's just the get work. off the
0: phone and, and go away. I mean, and it's you, you mentioned things are getting tougher, and they certainly are. Debt is yeah. rising. Is that a message you get back from your agents as well? Do they come to you and say these conversations are just getting harder and harder all the time? And we're sort of looking for new ways to talk to people, looking for new ways to help them, um, looking for new ways to help the client because they feel this is changing too.
1: So, I think certainly, you know, with, with the increasing amount of debt that there is in the market generally, um, you know, those conversations are getting more and more prevalent, you know. So, with our agents and the amount of customer service work that we do for, for many clients across all industry sectors, so this isn't just a financial services yeah, problem, it, it's it's across all industries, you know, people are struggling to pay uh, utility bills, for example, you know. So, so, you know, even the basic facts of, you know, the... And when we spoke to a a debt charity recently, they have said that of the new clients that contact them, there's there's, you know, about two in five of those now are just can't pay basic bills anymore. You know, so it's really hard when you're faced with a situation where you're trying to support a customer through that. So I think the conversation are definitely definitely getting harder. Um, you know, there's also we need to make sure that we are um, supporting that client, not just in the way that, you know, we're trying to encourage them, obviously, to to, to try and, and, and get their arms around the debt, help us understand it and help us get a repayment plan. But we also need to make sure from a, a client point of view that we're covering all of the, the regulatory requirements yeah. as well. So, you know, balancing that conversation and getting the right outcome, which clearly we're, is, is what we're trying to do it is really quite tough
0: well that, that's interesting I mean, if if you're getting that message from the agents yeah. that things are getting tougher you must be getting it from the clients as well yeah they absolutely. must be saying i mean is it is it harder for them to get the money that they want is it harder for them to do the collections are you having to work with them in different ways to, to get that to happen for them
1: yeah no absolutely and i think you know um you know the, the areas that i work in both in complaints and collections you know very much when it's a heavily regulated um, uh, type of process and conversation. And, um, you know, the spirit of the regulations is often not you're not able to to kind of bring that fully to life because most people are concerned about, you know, making sure that we hit all the regulatory standards yeah. that are required. It's a a so box
0: ticking exercise. A box ticking
1: yeah. exercise. Absolutely. When, you know, yes, it needs to be that because those controls are important and those controls need to be in place. But really it's about it's about you know that that's the hygiene factor for me. The yeah, main yeah. the main thing is really getting underneath and, and understanding the cause of, of the customer's concern and the cause of the debt in the first place and how they got into that debt, yeah. you know, because well, it's
0: understanding the human impact, isn't it? It's that human absolutely, impact. Absolutely,
1: yeah. absolutely. And you know, when we think about finding new ways, you mentioned finding new ways of working, yeah. then you know, that there are technologies um that we're starting to look at now that really Really help us in 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 this situation. So, for example, previously it's been quite a process driven environment. I think Um, certainly is there any
0: getting away from that? It just has to be, I guess, isn't it? It's one of those things where there are lots of those processes that the regulatory ones they have to be followed. So that's that just is part of the business, Bridget. It
1: it is but i think you can you can you know you can incorporate that into the framework of how you deal with those conversations yeah, so yeah, you can yeah. you can cover the regulatory yeah, requirements yeah. if you
0: do it well you if can you find do a well, way it you yeah. can
1: find a way around it but also as well you know when we think about how our customers want to engage with us you know they don't always want to speak to us so we have to have other channels and other media yeah. available for them to contact us in different ways so um obviously for us it's really important to have that choice um, of channel available so that when we need to contact customers, you know, about a you know a difficult situation, either in debt. Or we can see them, you know, um, struggling to pay. Then we need to make sure that we can offer them the choice um, of how they want to deal with us. Yeah. So, you know, whether that's something where we can send them a link and they can go online and they can then put their details in and work and out what sources we Maybe that makes it slightly less embarrassing
0: them. for them because Absolutely. they're not on the phone with someone. They can do it in their own time when yeah. they're ready.
1: Yeah. And for some people, that you know, that's the right thing for them to do because yeah, they don't totally. really want to engage. You know, they yeah, yeah, want yeah. to be able to just do it themselves, um, you know, uh, and, and often in the early stages of debt, that's a much easier way to, to yeah. actually deal with it. Um, sometimes when people get to more later stages of debt or, or it becomes a more pressing issue for them, then that's more difficult. Um, yeah. So, you know, that that voice channel where there's an agent and someone able to, um, to help yeah. guide them through guide them that through. process. Yeah. Um, is more important. For example, you know, affordability assessments, you know. Um, So, you know, actually guiding someone through, making sure you're talking about all the elements of what their bills are, what their monthly outgoings are, and helping them to set the right amount on a repayment plan that is sustainable and achievable for them. Because at the end of the day, making that repayment plan stick and making it right is both right for our clients and, and right customers. for the customers yeah, as well. So Whereas not. trying to, you know, just, just you know, for them to just want to get off the phone and offer something that's not achievable for them just means Doesn't we're going to have the conversation again, You're you are just going to do it again and again. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you had a really
0: interesting phrase earlier on where you said, um, where you see people starting to struggle. Yeah. And it's that, that element of spotting that. Yeah. Um, because there's, you know, you, you talk a lot about debt, but... Um, and it becoming easier for people to to get into debt. So I guess my thought was, is there more about debt prevention that people could be doing? Is there more about debt prevention that could be done in the whole process of collection? Is that even feasible? Can you do things to start to see earlier on that people are struggling or even make predictions that they might be struggling because you can look at their behaviours and do the analytics and think around it in that way? Um, Is it feasible to do that? Do you see that happening? Or do you see it becoming essential as much as it happens?
1: To to be honest, I think it's really important. If we are, you know, we talked about, you know, collections perhaps being too much of a process at the moment. And what we see in the market generally is, um, you know, there isn't a lot of early activity and early intervention. Um, And I see that as a big opportunity for improvement generally in the market so that we can start to um, help customers sooner. when they're starting to experience problems. Um, And there are are different elements I think that are important to that. One is the the cultural element and to remove the stigma around debt, for one thing, which is just what happens in our society.
0: If they're feeling embarrassed about it, they don't want to talk about it, how do you help them? So you have to overcome that to begin with to have the good conversations.
1: Yeah. And then, um, you know, when you start to think about um, earlier interventions is is actually picking up on those triggers that um, we know by looking at people who have got into debt already yeah. and we can look back with the technology that we have in terms of the analytics capability that we have and see and identify those different points and those different triggers really of, yeah. of how um, you know what what has led up to that and can we then take that insight for people and and apply that to the customer service work that we do now with clients to Start to identify those triggers and start to perhaps look at earlier interventions and earlier yeah. types of conversation so that we can help customers not get into debt. I mean, don't get me wrong, Paul, but there's always going to be a situation where there's going to be a trigger, you know, if someone through Which illness or death yeah, or exactly. loss of job, you right. know, puts them into that. That that really you know tricky oh, situation. life changing
0: situations. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's difficult to get
1: around. And um, and again, I was at um, a conference recently um, where one of the debt charities was talking about the fact that um, the average person in the UK, if they lost their job, they would have enough funds saved to last them six weeks. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is
0: nothing. Is no time at all.
1: Absolutely. Like so you know, if you think about the fact that you know. You know, there's two elements to it, me there's, there's debt prevention and there's early interventions where you couldn't yeah. do anything about preventing right. debt. Yeah. So when you think about the early interventions, it's about spotting those, having the technology to be able to pick up on on those different triggers, and maybe starting that process of intervention sooner. And the analytics capability. And the way in which we can deploy strategies using mm. technology can start to, um, you know, push those, when we see those early warning signals, yeah, can start yeah. to push that information out to try and hopefully be a way to engage with people sooner. Because yeah. that's really important for us when we talk about our clients and, and what's, you know, what success looks like for our clients. It's twofold. It's about helping the customer and they always want to do that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's tricky when you've got regulatory um, requirements to, to To factor into that but also um, they want to be able to um, make sure that they clearly keep and retain those customers in a profitable Um, long-term nurturing relationship so when you think about that that early intervention is really important and if we can use the same technology to intervene early to help prevent debt, then mm. even better. Mm. So that's something at the moment that we're actively pursuing. We've started some of those um, uh, at some of the analytics. Um, assessments on some of the customer service operations that we currently have. So we're starting to talk to clients about that. So it will be interesting to maybe chat again once that unfolds more. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But we're already seeing the benefit and the value that that could bring. So it's a really exciting area for us.
0: I mean, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about there. One was you were picking up on that idea of the long-term relationship, which is really important. And Sometimes I wonder if if clients, when they see debt building up, they see problems with collections, whether they almost abandon the relationship too soon. Yeah. um, Which would be great to talk about. But before I get to that, there was something else you said, which which was really nice, is that this sense of triggers, spotting the triggers and analyzing them. Are they different from what you would expect them to be? When you look back at those things, which may be signs of people drifting into debt, or signs of things that they're struggling with, are they what you would expect? Or are we sort of in a world now where those triggers are changing all the time? You never quite know what they might be. Um, Where the uncertainty of the economic environment is maybe creating a new trigger which hadn't been there before. I just wonder when you dig down into that really interesting analytics, what do you find that fascinates you
1: so, so I think there's a couple of things. So if you think about the kind of, you know, the economic environment, um, you know, the, there was a stat I was looking at recently that said, you know, for every half a percent increase in base rate puts another 250,000 households oh in the gosh, UK into debt. It's it yeah. frightening, it yeah. is frightening. So when you think about that, you know, you can't just be aware of, you know, the the, the particular triggers, you know, in a, in a particular client or in a particular industry, there, there are other factors to consider as well. But it certainly is um, different in different industries as well. And yeah. um, so, you know, financial services might be somewhat different to um, utilities, for example, you know, because um, people generally um, will... will clearly try and pay things like a mortgage or rent, Mm. first of all, and then the bills. Yeah, so they have an order of priorities. There's an order of priorities. So so factoring those different elements into what we look for as well is also important. And I think, um, you know, what we need to do is continue that work, continue to look at that analytics and see how those... Um, those behaviours change depending on the economic environment and depending on the industry in which we're in And, and I don't think we're kind of fully through that process on certainly on every industry at the moment um but, you know, for example, we know in the utility sector, you know, the rate at which people move homes is is often a trigger, for example, yeah, for really. debt. So, you know, perhaps some properties that you would see a high number of people in those properties, rental properties, for example, you know, debt tends to build up in those properties. So there are, there are different triggers that we can look at. But what we also do as well is we also gather in data from external companies mm-hmm. as well. So there's publicly available data that we can use um, and and data that we can um, basically augment to the to the processes and the analytics that we've already got to make that picture richer, if yeah. you like, and to keep us more informed and to give us more And also, for you because
0: you are talking about individuals, yeah. aren't you? Everybody's yeah. situation is going to be slightly different. Yeah, of so course. So that's, that's a lot of reflective data to add a great deal of depth so you can get it right for everybody. Yeah. I mean, are you getting closer yeah. to that, do you think? Do you, think, do you see a better and better picture emerging and and a more certain idea of, when people might be at risk or when they they might be at risk of drifting into vulnerability? Is that picture becoming clearer for you with the work you're doing? So
1: I think we're working there. We're working to get there. I don't think it's clear yet. It's not as clear as we need it to be. Um, And we've only looked at it in certain industry sectors just now. So I think, you know, as that work develops, we'll get a better and a clearer picture of what that is. But certainly what we can see is, you know, we can start to identify the triggers. And when we look back at people who've already become in debt and are in, in that late stage debt and track back what's happened you know yeah. to what we've Learned seen from and that, from what, and what the, we can yeah. see that's caused that in the first place then that's really um really insightful for us and it helps us then develop the right strategies and interventions and technology and agent type conversation support to make sure that it's appropriate mm-hmm to those different mm-hmm. strategies and, and and those different conversations that need to be had with customers.
0: Well, let's talk about the other area that we, with you, we were just beginning to touch on a little while ago, uh, which I know I think you, you've spoken about before, this this question of if you think the economic pressure on customers is getting greater, is there a tendency for organisations to maybe write it off too quickly? And to, to think there is no solution to be able to collect it, to think there is no solution to get those customers back into a strong relationship again when in fact if they if they worked in different ways they could hang on to them do you see that happening you are you picking up sense that people are not caving exactly but just 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 giving up a little bit too early than they need to
1: so it comes back to the point i think we we discussed a bit around early interventions so what we see generally i think in our market is that um you know when people start to get into that early stage debt, there's not a lot of activity and actions that go around that, oh, so okay. it's easier yep. to dr- for people to drift to into drift that drift later stage and debt. Stage. And it's not just about you know what firms can do, what our clients can do. It's also about the fact that people tend to just you know put that to one side. They yeah, want they yeah. want to, they don't really want to face it. No. You know they want to kind of bury no, that problem. To don't that want to admit it themselves. Don't want to admit it in that
0: situation or yeah.
1: family. You yeah. know it's a very difficult conversation right. to have even within a family. But, you and know. To admit it to yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, when you think about the fact that um, you know a lot of that debt only really gets tend or, or gets actioned at a later stage, mm-hmm. <laughs> then for us, it's about there's so much you can do at an earlier stage. Yeah by looking to intervene early to support people. Um, And also I know uh, certainly with some of the, 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 one of the debt charities that I'm talking to as well, you know, they don't want to just support people at that very end stage where there's really nowhere to go and perhaps the customer is really at, at the end of their tether at that point. You know, they want to, you know, take the stigma away. They want to make it easy for people to contact Um, them and and get support sooner in that process and and obviously that that's what we're seeking to do as well because the more we do that the more we can protect that relationship that our customers have with their clients and and hopefully it can be an ongoing and productive relationship for them both Um, you know and and i think it's important to know um, and we talk about this in terms of you know uh, when we talk about propensity to pay Mm. it's the who can pay and who can't pay you know, and it's understanding the difference. Yeah. Um and I think sometimes what happens is and we've seen a growth in the debt purchase market. Yeah. So if, you know, you talked about, you know, do people give it up or yeah, do, they, it up. do yeah. they do yeah. they do they cape? And I think what happens is debt tends to get sold off. Um, you know, arguable as to whether that's more quickly than it should be. Yeah. Perhaps it is yeah. if a lot of that debt um, is is flowing through to to that end stage of that debt life cycle, if you like. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I'd like to see less flowing through to that end sure. stage, yeah. more um, early interventions where you know people are able to do something, um, and obviously more signposting of um, support if people can't pay, as to how do they get they get support from charities, Citizens Advice, etc. Who can really help support them, you know, yeah. and and help them restructure all of their finance. Is, for example, before it gets too bad, but also before it gets to the point where you know it's causing stress, detriment hmm. to somebody's health. Um, you know, it tips them into uh, you vulnerability, know a vulnerability, vulnerability a vulnerable, vulnerable status before. as yeah. well. You know, um, so it it really is a complex, yeah. a complex yeah. area. But I
0: mean, it's to be able to do that, to be able to intervene earlier and to you know stop people drifting. That's good for the customer. Yeah. It's good for the client. I mean, it's good for the client in a financial sense because you know, they can carry on collecting more for longer. Yeah. But it has to be good. It has to manifest itself in a reputational manner as well. Yeah. I mean, it must be better for the client in terms of trust of uh, mm-hmm. just the trust that customers build in them that they're going to get help, that they you know not going to be pounced on in some way, and that uh, there is a the, that that long term relationship is good for them as well as being good for the client. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And and I think it's a, you know, that's down to, um, you know, the culture, um, both that we have within our business, but also the culture in our clients. Obviously, we're working on behalf of our clients. So, um, you know, we want to make sure that you know the customers have every opportunity to be able to um you know resolve problems in a way that suits them via a channel and a means that suits them um and you know if they need someone to talk to that that we can provide that service as well but you know for us how you deal with someone and for me personally I feel quite strongly about you know you know, if that was me or one of my family, yeah, yeah. you know, how would you? Um, how would you want them? To how would you want to? Yeah. Absolutely, and, and you know, a with respect, yeah. Um and and about it's all about for me. And be
0: without judgment, maybe you know, not absolutely. making a judgment. Absolutely, yeah.
1: absolutely, and I think you know, sometimes you know, we all do it, don't we? Perhaps um, you know, occasionally we we may you know in, impose our own values and judgments on others. And it's really important, clearly, within our operations that we, we don't do that because we need to be impartial. We need to really understand the customer's um, problems, how they've reached the stage that they're at, and also how we can help them overcome that. And, and if we don't create that environment of trust, um, then they won't tell us the full picture. Full picture yeah, yeah. And if they don't tell us the full picture, we can't, can't help them, them in, you know in the way that we'd like to. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, so not blowing your own trumpet, but Capita probably is at the leading edge of this at the moment, isn't it? I wouldn't imagine there are too many people going into this degree of depth. Do you think some of your findings will surprise clients? You know, they may well think, well, yeah, we we know what triggers there are. We've got a pretty good idea. But then they'll look at the work you've done and say, actually, we had no idea this was happening at all. Or this is all quite new or this is all quite uh, different for us. You know, we do need to talk about a different strategy. I mean, are you hoping, or do you think that is going to happen?
1: Um, you know, debt, debt prevention isn't really happening across the market more generally. Yeah. So this is where we're trying to um, lead and 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 basically move it forward. Um, and obviously, we've, we've got the ability to do that with our clients because we have so yeah. so much. Te- we support them in so many ways on the customer service operations. That so we they're do. open to the conversation. So they're absolutely so open to when the conversation, you start having yeah. those conversations with the yeah. clients.
0: When you sit down and say, "Look, you know, how serious did you take debt prevention? Um, how are you looking at it? Do you understand it entirely? We think we've got some new views in. We've got some new ideas. How do those conversations go? They're interested, presumably.
1: Ab- but, absolutely. But are they
0: surprised or?
1: I, th- I think they they're, they're very excited about it, and um, I think there's definitely an appetite. Um, you know, I mean, w- w- why wouldn't they if they could do sure. something yep. to help themselves and to also help their customers as well? So it's certainly an area that that we've seen growing interest in as we've talked to people. Okay. Um, you know, but but we need to do more in each in each of those industry sectors. So, for example, I think I mentioned that you know we we've started to look at um, using how people have got into debt. Applying analytics capabilities and external data to then look at what are the triggers for those debt. Mm -hmm. And we see multiple triggers, you know, multiple triggers. So it's really important to continue that work to further refine that Mm -hmm. so that that helps us get to the, you know, the the root cause Mm -hmm. of where we see the problems are. And will really then help us get into that space where we can produce, you know, very, very detailed strategies of how we can help clients look at that that whole stage of debt prevention or pre arrears You know, we we sometimes call it pre arrears So it's how can we stop people from getting into debt? And I know when we talk about, um, you know, we have an innovation team here within our business as well. Um, There's data science people that are purely focused on this just now. So what we're really trying to do is use that capability that we have with the technology and with the, you know, with, with the smart people that we have to look at how can we really use that to help our clients Prevent debt where it's possible to do so, um, and and we're just working through that journey. And it's you know it'll be exciting to come back and talk another time when we've uh, when we're a little bit further through that process.
0: I've traced it. That'd be fantastic. We yeah. should absolutely come back and talk yeah. again because that's been some amazing stuff. Yeah. There's surprises in there. There's all the different elements of the equation. You know the business equation, the human equation. Such an interesting subject. Absolutely worth visiting again. That's fantastic to have you. Thanks very much. <laughs>